Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. How we doing? Amy, what episode is this? We are on episode 25. Yeah, we are. Holy shit, man. It's like we just keep putting them out and they just keep getting played. Right? (laughs) That's weird how that works. Sorry, my play on the (laughs) my play on the Jerry Smith meme. (laughs) <laughs> which you don't know because you don't watch rick and morty no no i don't my favorite version is the the quarantine one where they're talking about how'd you survive the pandemic grandpa i just kept smoking weed and it just kept working <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how that there works are people who can literally say that's the case i'm sure <laughs> My kids started school today for their first day of e-learning, and I'm just like, ah, and it's, it's hard because it's we're, a lot. we're in a new state, a new town, a new school, new teachers, you know, everything is new. My youngest, she's starting kindergarten, so it's really hard for her. Yeah. It's like, this is how you get to meet your kindergarten teacher? I just, I feel bad for our kids. What a rough way to start the year, yeah. My youngest gets to deal with me for homeschooling this year. (laughs) Poor soul. (laughs) (laughs) You know me, I'm the uh, projects and stickers galore mom. You are indeed. I am not. Uh, so oh, I mean luckily with the e-learning that does give it steers me in the right direction so I'm not just completely like um <laughs> yeah that's what I was afraid of with my oldest but they actually have like a whole curriculum and it's really easy to follow yeah and I appreciate Google classrooms for that right? one because that's basically how we operate well yeah so our school is also using Google Classroom. Um, so they have, you know, their their regular teacher and then they have like their PE teacher and their music teacher and art teacher. So the art teacher has assigned them an assignment that's due by Friday. Um uh, it's <laughs> for my kindergartner, it's uh what did you do over the summer that has to do with music? I'm <laughs> like, little... I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> I can, in kindergarten, we understand music, but that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so you have to submit a video. So my kindergartner, who also has an IEP because she's got a speech delay and a stutter, she has to submit a, a video of her saying to a music teacher that she's never met about how she's done something with music over the summer. And I'm like, have you even done anything with music over the summer? Like, 
We listen right? to Disney songs, you know, a lot, and we'll dance around the house to like Frozen and stuff. But uh, that's like um, like how am I supposed to get my five year old to say I listen to Disney music and I dance around my house and and is that really the assignment? <laughs> like I feel like I'm not <laughs> doing enough here. <laughs> And I also feel like this is a little too broad of a thing to say for a five-year-old. Right, that's where I'm at. I feel like that's a little much for in the kindergarten. Like, those are questions my fourth grader is being asked. <laughs> you know what I mean? On that level of, like, understanding and responding. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, that's yeah, she's the music teacher for, like, kindergarten through second grade or something like that. I don't know. I, I know that they're having a lot of issues with uh with with like teacher shortage right now because of the pandemic and stuff, you know what I mean? Like I know yeah. that this music teacher is a music teacher for like three elementary schools. Damn. So I'm just like that seems really complicated. <laughs> right? So I don't know. I'm just like, uh... <laughs> but anyway, I saved this one for this week. I should have probably said it last week, but uh, Amy, yeah, how the fuck is it August already? I know, right? <laughs> how in the fuck are we here? Like Corona season literally just stole the damn spotlight for 2020. The entire and I don't even year. think we got a spring or a summer. We're just, it's COVID. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just, I was thinking about that. We, I mean, we're doing the e-learning stuff and we've got our little e-learning day. And then like the stores, like we just went, we rolled back on our mandates. So everywhere requires stores. So now we are stuck at home. We can't leave to go to the parks and play. We can't go out and have any fun. Um, I can't take them with to the store because my youngest just doesn't cooperate with a mask. Right. He just won't do it. He's three. Well, yeah. And so now they're they're stuck in the house. They've already missed out on two whole seasons. And now we have to keep that same limitation plus schoolwork. I just... I feel like the kids have got it just worse and worse I know. and worse as the I year feel has gone. So bad for the kiddos. This has to be so hard for them. They're essentially like yeah. caged zoo animals at this point, and our house is their cage, and they can't go anywhere or do anything really. Like, luckily over the weekend, um, my husband took our oldest to go hiking and actually that was a really funny story like they went on saturday to go hiking in the mountains they had fun but it was um <laughs> it was quite a trek for them <laughs> my husband I remember you texting me about this. <laughs> <clears throat> my husband sends me a text message at 12.30, so like noon 30, he's like, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and I, that's what you want to hear when your husband and daughter are out on a trail. 
in the mountains. <laughs> did you find a mountain lion? Did, what the fuck? <laughs> did did the eight year old fall off the side of a mountain? Like is everything right? Okay? That's my other one. You know, like I was like, all right, <laughs> waiting. You know, I felt like Go since on. he since he only texted me that obviously it wasn't like a safety issue. <laughs> Because if it was yeah, something a little no more kidding. serious, it would have been a phone call and not a text. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so he's like, I've made a terrible mistake. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he thought that the trail that they went on was just like a loop. It was not. It was not a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it still was a loop, and it was just a really, really, really big no, one. No, 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 no. It was not a loop. This The trail that they were on goes for 36 miles. Oh, shit. All the way down and around to the fucking river. <laughs> they made it like... They made it like six-ish miles... Before my husband was like, we're not going around. Let me pull up Google Maps. <laughs> Come to find out. Why aren't we turning yet? Right? Come to find out that um, it's a 36 mile long trail. So my husband was like, uh, no, we need to turn around. So my poor daughter <laughs> went on like a 14 mile trail walk (laughs) damn she trekked through it though well i hope she got all that needed quality dad time in (laughs) she did she got in a lot of dad time it was so funny like they were supposed to just go on like this quick little like morning hike and then go and get lunch together and then go play with some friends But they ended up not getting home until like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) They left at like 9 in the morning. Damn. (laughs) To be fair, that also included Mm. like a half hour drive each way. (laughs) Okay, yeah. That's still crazy though. Oh my god. She gets back and she's like, I'm tired, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I bet kids. I was like I bet you are <laughs> and then and then on Sunday she was complaining about the inside of her thighs hurting <laughs> oh yeah. poor thing but she had to fucking walk for her life <laughs> <laughs> she sure did <laughs> I mean luckily there's a lot of like hiking and stuff that they can do around here to help to get them out of the house but really what else are the kids supposed to do you know right there's not there's not really much that they can do that's safe that's that's what sucks like i wish i could just let my oldest ride his bike around town like I used to do when I was his age, right? you know, I would ride my bike around town. It's so different now. But he can't do that. No. I mean, not only is the world a different and darker place, but we live right next to a state road and those two those two factors alone combined are enough for me to say hell no. 
Yeah. I wish I didn't have to, though. Well, and... Because we've just got this bike rusting in our freaking backyard, you know? Yeah. Sucks. Speaking of uh, child safety and all of that, I want to talk about the issues that we've been having. But I want to save that for the end of the episode. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you already know, but our listeners don't. Just saying, it's a really, it's a really sad world. It's really sad. You know how yeah, I know. fucking awful it is now. Kids aren't even fucking safe anymore. Not that they really were safe. You know, like back when we were younger, it wasn't necessarily safe. It was safer. I mean, I was a latchkey kid myself, for sure. You know, my parents, like, I was walking myself to school at kindergarten at seven years old, six, seven years old. I was walking myself to school, you know? As a mom, I'm just shaking my head like, mm-mm. <laughs> but that's because that's my mothering. <laughs> right. Anyway, so let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> so since moving here, I've noticed quite a difference in the people and, you know, the whole community sort of a thing. Like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I loved where we used to live. The people were very nice to me, but it was also very much about appearances there, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you, you remember, too. You lived there as well. Oh, yeah. I remember. So, here, everybody is so nice. Like, regardless of what walk of life you're at or in or whatever, you know? Like, back where we used to live, there were homeless people that lived there, but the entire city basically shunned them and, like, hides them, you know? Yeah. There are homeless people here, but they don't try and hide them, which I love. And... They treat them like actual human beings, which is fantastic. You know, just because you're homeless and you're going through some stuff doesn't mean that you're not a person. Yeah. So when I was out dashing, I seen the the best thing, Lexi. It was amazing. I was picking up somebody's order at a Del Taco, which, by the way, Del Taco is van-fucking-tastic. They have <laughs> super great food. They're like a better version of Taco Bell. <laughs> like that that's You've made me very jealous. Th- I know, right? I sent you the picture <laughs> of the carne asada fries. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> you dirty dirty B word. <laughs> anyway, like this isn't an explicit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dirty B word. <laughs> so so i was picking for beautiful right not beatrice right (laughs) not anything else (laughs) (laughs) so i was picking up somebody's order from del taco and and this guy walks in 
and he literally just has like a handful of change and the cashier she's like what can i get you sir and he goes i'll just take a a a a, a tea uh and she was like oh okay but then the manager who's amazing he's like oh no no sir you will order yourself some food it is on me you get whatever you want and i was just like oh it was so good so good you know and i've i've seen nothing but everybody be fantastic to the homeless people around here That's that's amazing. No. Yeah, here we only ever talk or see about it on the internet. We don't ever see it right? in person. Right? Like I watched it. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so, there was that. Um That's sweet. No. But there are also some very inconsiderate people around here, but there's going to be people like that everywhere, you know. So I had this guy that I picked up his order. It's 1030 at night. Okay. It's 1030 at night. And in the notes, first of all, we're not supposed to open the bags or anything. They have them sealed closed, right? When it's a DoorDash order, it is sealed closed. So that way we cannot go through it, take anything or do anything to your food. So... Yep. In this guy's notes, he's, it, it says, feel free to open the bag and check and make sure that everything is in there. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Because then you can turn around and say that I opened your bag and took something. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then on the drop-off instructions, mind you, again, I said it's 1030 at night. And they don't have any fucking lights on in their entire house, nor do they have their porch light on. It's pitch black outside. And he tells me to honk my horn. What? Not, that, that's going to piss ring off the doorbell. so many neighbors, like, for real? Exactly. <laughs> fucking people. Don't ring my doorbell. Honk your horn. What? So, wait a minute. You don't want me to ring your doorbell, which would only let you know that your food is here, but you want me to honk my horn at 1030 at night and wake up all of your fucking neighbors instead so that way I'm the douchebag? No. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm not doing it. (laughs) What? (laughs) Some people make no sense sometimes. (laughs) they're like no no not the doorbell it's too loud (laughs) (laughs) but the horn the horn (laughs) it's such a better idea I guess I don't know (laughs) I don't know that makes no sense to me so yeah (laughs) that was um, a couple of things that I (laughs) have seen uh, since being here um i've also noticed living in a different area of the country you know we are from the midwest i used to live in the midwest but now i live in the southwest which is 
totally different, right? So the food. It's really funny how how far apart those are considering how close they sound by yeah. name. The food is different too, though. Like, <laughs> obviously, you know, living in New Mexico, they like like Indiana is known for corn. Like that is their main their main export is corn. You know, they're the land of corn. Now yep. I'm in New Mexico, which is the land of green chilies. And Indiana is more yeah. than happy to share their corn with everybody, whereas New Mexico is like, no, we're going to keep all of our green chilies. <laughs> <laughs> How, what was the percentage you told me? 95%. <laughs> so New Mexico is like, look at all these green chilies we make. But we're going to keep all but 5% of this, okay? <laughs> Trust me, it's for science. We're going to keep all of Culinary the green chilies science. here. <laughs> like, like you can still get corn on the cob and stuff here in New Mexico at Walmart or whatever. But if you were to try to go to New to Walmart there in Indiana, you wouldn't be able to find boxes upon boxes upon boxes of green chilies. <laughs> 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 the only green chilies that you can That's find funny. out there are like the little mini canned Ortegas that are shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the shitty, the shit scrapings of the lot. Right? So they keep all the green chilies here and they put it on everything. But I'll tell you what, Lexi, it is fan-fucking-tastic. Green chilies on mm. everything and it is so good. Stop, you're making me hungry. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and the mcdonald's oh, man, that here green chili mcdouble though mm. yes yes i had one yesterday i stopped at mcdonald's and i got me a green chili double cheeseburger peanut butter <laughs> you and can't jealous get, but i can't <laughs> look it's tempting You're you keep trying to sell me on this point <laughs> to move out with you and i'm tempted it's good Green chili McDoubles, I'm ready. I need this in my life. Like, all of the food here is spicy. <laughs> I bet. And I'm not complaining about the spice, you know? it. It's it's great flavor. It's great flavor, but my poor kids, you know, they're, they're Midwest kids, so they're not used to all the spice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Your daughters are both, like, constantly in the bathroom. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> god that must be awful like um <laughs> my oldest she she's getting she's coming around to it you know slight spice and stuff isn't so bad if it's really hot then she really can't handle it but my my five-year-old she's having a little bit of a hard time adjusting <laughs> she's like double checking her food she's like no chilies right and you're like uh sure kid we <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what oh to tell gosh. you, honey. There's chilies and everything here. For real, though, <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. That's a change I could be happy with for sure. Yep. Every everywhere here sells green chili cheeseburgers. Like everything has green chilies on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so that's my update for this week. You got anything else to talk about before we move on to in the news? Uh, no. Other than other than school, 
I've just been uh, surviving the pandemic. Right. <laughs> Probably running out of all kinds of shows to watch and all the recommendations I've gotten. <laughs> right. I've been I've been dashing, you know, like uh, like twenty to twenty five hours a week. So I'm like blowing through podcasts like left and right. I finished two podcasts last week, binged them both <laughs> from start to finish. Oh, <laughs> but uh the the hubby and I we've been watching Manifest. I don't know how familiar you are with that show. I've heard of it. It's it's a sh- it, it's on Hulu. Um it's about this airplane that was full of people that the people on the airplane, they were only in turbulence and then they landed, right? But in like on the ground, these people were gone for like five years. I remember and, like what everybody you're thought about. that they were dead. I know what you're talking about. It's a really good show. Snap. I've seen like the first episode. And I think that's it. Well, you need to keep watching it. <laughs> There's two seasons of it now. And and me and my husband, we are hooked. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> but anyway, do we want to move on to In the News now? All right, In the News. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes. Things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. I've got an unusual story for this <laughs> pandemic episode. Less stabby. Um, mine, hold on. My article is from USA Today. USA Today Money. Apparently that's the thing. Uh, um... <laughs> Walmart is launching drive-in movie theaters at 160 stores amid the amid COVID-19. I'm sorry, what? They're they're launching what? Drive-in theaters. Okay, that's what I thought you said. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, that's, I said it was an unusual one. All right. Uh, Walmart parking lots across the country are being transformed into drive-in theaters. Interesting. From August 14th through October 21st, the retailer is going to have 320 movie showings at 160 of its stores, including E.T. the Extraterrestrial, The Wizard of Oz, Black Panther, as well as other animated movies like Cars and Iron or The Iron Giant. Walmart hey, in early July. Iron Giant. I know, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, Walmart in my early July. Favorite announced plans to show free movies, which are being curated by the Tribeca Film Festival. That's cool. Uh, and on Wednesday, cool. they released the list of movies with dates and cities where the movies would be shown. <laughs> That's hmm. cool. Uh, starting at 5 p.m. on Wednesday, so the day that this airs, <laughs> Uh, co- consumers can sign up to reserve a parking space for their viewing at thewalmartdrivein.com. That's pretty cool. Interesting. It says, uh, this is a statement from Walmart. i have to look Walmart. that up. They said, uh, 
We recognize the challenges our customers and their families have faced over the last few months, and we wanted to create an experience where they could come together safe, safely to create new memories. Uh, the Walmart drive-in is one small way we're supporting the communities that we serve. Uh, Interesting. It says... I like this idea. I know, right? It says, before each movie, the retailer will show... One of a number of short films, including uh, Bilby, Bird Karma, Brooklyn Breeze, Crow the Legend, Fire in the Cardboard City, Invasion, uh, Looney Tunes Boo, oh, sorry, <laughs> Looney Tunes Boo Appetweet, and Marooned. <laughs> These are all like little Marooned. cartoony shorts. According to the <laughs> company, <laughs> Drew Barrymore will serve as a virtual host for all events and will make a surprise in-person appearance at one location. Other special guests <sighs> other special guests who will make surprise virtual or in-person appearances are Peter Berg, Jennifer Garner, LeBron James, and Chrissy Metz. Well, that's cool. I know, right? I thought I thought maybe after last week with my stabby story. I could come in with a little <laughs> softer stuff. Because, you know, drive-ins are way nicer than being stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. I, I feel like it kind of goes unsaid, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, what's your article? All right. I was listening to one of our fellow TitanCast Network podcasts the other day, um, Man Bites Dog. We've talked about them before. Yes. And um, they were talking about this one news article, and so I had to bring it over to our podcast for us to talk about, for us to discuss, because <laughs> it's, um, it's something. So... Thanks, Mike, for doing the research for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, my article comes from CNN.com. Domino's New Zealand stops giving free pizzas to Karens after backlash. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. All right. <clears throat> Domino's in New Zealand has pulled a promotion Offering free pizzas for, quote, great people named Karen following a backlash. <laughs> oh, boy. The pizza chain <laughs> launched the promotion in New Zealand and Australia, saying all, quote, mask-wearing, law-abiding Karens that aren't Karens were eligible to enter online for a chance to win a free pizza. <laughs> but after it received complaints that the promotion was insensitive, it pulled the offer from New Zealand and apologized in a Facebook post. What? Nah. In popular... Don't apologize <laughs> to Karens for calling out their Karenry. If that's a word, it is now. Karenry. Karenry. <laughs> <laughs> In popular internet culture, the name Karen has come to be used as a 
pejorative term to refer to white women who are ignorant of of their privilege and are offensive and entitled. <laughs> I love that. I oh love that God. they like really like put it into layman's terms. <laughs> they were like, this is the definition of a Karen. Yep. <laughs> That's anyway, funny. So it says, <clears throat> it's a tough time to be a Karen, the chain said on its social channels. Before offering free pizza to people named Karen who were not Karens. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) In a press release, Domino said the word had become quite the insult to anyone actually named Karen. (laughs) And synonymous with anyone who is entitled, selfish, and likes to complain. Well, today we're taking the name Karen back, the statement added, saying Domino's wanted to celebrate all the great Karens out there. However, the promotion prompted a flurry of responses online from people who said Domino's had not hit the right tone and instead should focus on real minorities, the vulnerable and marginalized groups. Somebody said, seriously, there are one million people unemployed. Another person said that there were genuinely marginalized people who should be recognized. This misses the mark completely. Give pizza to people in poverty, people who can't get a wage, people who are actually struggling. So... In response, Domino's New Zealand apologized on Facebook, writing, We are sorry. Throughout COVID-19, we're trying to bring a smile to customers' faces with our pizza and our social media. The chain said it had decided to delete its post in the country because people interpreted this in a different way than what we intended. Our intention was one of inclusivity only. Our pizza brings people together, and we only had this at the heart of the giveaway. We want you to know that we are always listening and learning, and when we get it wrong, we fix it. I suppose at least they made Uh, a statement. Right. I feel like they just apologized Um, for Karen's Karening. Right? Okay. I think that's what just happened. Not everybody everybody was pleased to see the New New Zealand offer pulled. On Facebook, one person said, I understood your intentions with that post. You're right. Not everyone with the name Karen deserves the flack that the stereotype Karen gets. It's unfortunate it got turned completely into something negative. Good on you for addressing slash acknowledging the issue. So, so, yeah, Domino's, I don't, this is kind of a sticky situation for them that they got themselves into, like, unbeknownst to them. You know what I mean? Like, they were trying, they were trying to do something kind of fun, but then, I mean, yeah, Karen's got mad about it <laughs> in a different sense. How fitting. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. They're like, hey, we respect Karen's. And Karen's are like, I think the fuck not. 
where's your manager? (laughs) (laughs) But I also see the other side here. Like, yes, they could very well have done a a promotion for people that are being severely affected by this pandemic and stuff, you know, because there are people out there that are struggling really bad. Yeah. I mean, for the record, it was in New Zealand. The media, the social media post does not just stick to the country of origin. You know what I mean? It's the internet. So I feel like there's probably a lot of international complaining when yes. New Zealand is, I mean, currently they're doing all right. They're they're back in regular school, right? They're pretty much past the COVID pandemic. So, yeah. like for them, they're like ready to start goofing again. <laughs> we feel bad for you, New Zealand. Sorry that the Karens Karened you out of your own fucking Karen promotion. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Karen's a global thing. <laughs> <laughs> poor dominoes poor karens <laughs> poor comedy taking the real hit of 2020 right you want to talk about who's taking who's taking the real l here this year it's fucking this this whole year has really just stabbed our great attempts at comedy i know like and that's that's kind of a st- sticky situation too you know like you don't always want to be focused on the negative. Sometimes you want to take a break from the negative and you just might want to like make a dark humor joke or or just yep. make light of something. And then immediately people are like, you never take anything seriously. Yeah, they. Oh, my God. The, the, the easiest ways to misconstrue shit is like that right there. Always. Right. Every time you're like this. Just because. Just because I make jokes doesn't mean that I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I make something light doesn't mean that I don't care. You know, just because I joke about something doesn't mean that I'm not a serious person, too. All right. So then does that make it tea time? Tea time? Clink. Clink. All right. All right. So, Lexi, what is your first story my first story is titled guy wants a mathematically impossible adjustment oh (laughs) all right so this guy claims that he drove half an hour to get his receipt adjusted and save ten dollars because our quote-unquote store manager apparently said he'd be able to use more coupons The receipt he gave us already had like 50 coupons on it to begin with. First off, where are you at where you can accept 50 coupons in one transaction? Because what? (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how big the transaction is. Yeah, valid points. Um, Trust me, I used to do, you know, I used to be a major couponer and I would use easily 50 coupons in one transaction. (laughs) So, um, he says that, uh, he used, like, 50 coupons on it to begin with, which makes the process even harder. Uh, and meanwhile, <coughs> his wife is staring through the store windows with, uh, with the shades down while all this happens, and for some reason it just creeps us out. <laughs> Turns out he couldn't use the extra coupons, and we sent him home. He ended up wasting more than 10 bucks in gas just to arrive here and go back. 
<laughs> to save said $10. <laughs> you know, classic customer logic. <laughs> right. Have you ever been so blinded by the need to save every penny that you'll waste more money in the process? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Poor guy. He's like, I'm going to save more money. I just used all these coupons. I get it, man. Save that money. I I totally agree there. But at the same time, like, if you're going to double check your answers, you should definitely do it before you waste any gas. (laughs) Yeah. When when I couponed, I planned all of my trips before I even went. Yeah, that was a really short one. But uh, (laughs) what's your first story, Amy? (laughs) This one is called Steepy Peas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. This happened almost 20 years ago when I was young and working part time at a now defunct supermarket chain. So there I am. On my knees, working away on the aisle, stocking the shelves, when a woman approaches me with a question. This is fine. I don't mind helping customers find things. Taking them across the store usually equates a nice little break from banging out stock. Yeah. (laughs) But that wasn't going to happen this time. Steepy peas, she says. I... I sort of do a double take and I ask her to repeat herself. Steepy peas, she says again. (laughs) At first, I thought maybe she was speaking a different language. But then I realized that her accent was local and so thick that I couldn't understand it. Even though I'm from the exact same place. So I ask if she could repeat it again, only slower. She's getting angry now. Eyes narrowing, steepy peas. And when I still don't understand, she starts losing it. Steepy peas, steepy peas, steepy peas. What the fuck? (laughs) Other customers are looking over at this woman who is speaking to me like I'm the slowest, dumbest child in the class who can't grasp the basic alphabet. So... (laughs) I go and get my manager who asks her what she's looking for. Steepy peas. <laughs> like, oh, no, it really now, wasn't you. <laughs> it was her. <laughs> now, when even he has no clue, she really flips her wig. At this point, though, we're saved by another customer who is able to penetrate her accent and we finally figure out what the hell she's on about. <laughs> Dried peas that you have to steep in water before cooking. Peas, the noun, plus non-existent adjective of the word, <laughs> oh, of the verb, to steep. Steepy peas. Steepy peas. <laughs> Plus, very strong local accent equals Stevie Peas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, we took her to her dried peas and she left, muttering at us like we were morons. 
<laughs> Stevie peas. <laughs> That's funny. Stevie peas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, uh, good stuff. Well, my my next story is not good. not as nice. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. This one's called No, my privacy. Oh, no. So, I'm an assistant manager at a hardware store. I wouldn't want to be an assistant manager at a hardware store. Me neither, but I'm I'm not comfortable in hardware stores. So. Well, I mean, for me, it would just be like, eventually someone's going to laffy-taffy dad joke me to death. <laughs> That's where they all gather. We know it. <laughs> I mean, my husband loves, you know, Menards, Lowe's, Home Depot, all of that stuff. And well, since moving here to New Mexico, they don't have Menards. Like, they, they don't know what Menards is. And my husband's <laughs> like, you're missing out because Menards is way better than Lowe's and Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> See, my but, point uh, remains. He was... Dudes just love hardware <laughs> stores. I don't know why. They really do. Well, I mean, my husband's a contractor, so of course he loves hardware stores. Okay, but like, <laughs> even before he was a contractor, he was still like, what about the place with the power tools? Ying ying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, uh, I'm assistant manager at a hardware store. The other day, we were very shorthanded, so I hopped on the register for the cashier's lunch hour. Um, I was ringing people up, having a good time. And a lady set her puppy on the counter and it crawled under the COVID shield and started licking my hands. And then Karen arrived. Dun, dun, dun. As per usual, I said, my, my, uh, sorry. As per usual, I said, I hope you found everything all right. Do you have a rewards card with us? She said yes, but didn't have the card. And I told her she could look it up by her phone number. She said, okay, and started to type it into the card reader. Uh, our store's card reader doesn't do that, so I just told her to tell me the number, and she got a horrified look on her face. I don't like handing my number out to people. Let me type it in. I explained it again, and she told <laughs> me to tell my manager to fix the card machine. I told her, I am the manager, and that there's <laughs> nothing wrong with the machine. That's just not how we do things. So then she proceeded to write her number down on a piece of paper and hand it to me. <laughs> um so look okay um we we had you know exactly who i'm talking about too we had a past customer at the old store who did not like to give out her number either but i mean she went through a lot of stuff like a really ugly divorce and everything you know exactly who i'm talking mm -hmm. about I know exactly she would like whisper about. it to me <laughs> she would be like <laughs> right oh my gosh you're like wait can you say it again but slower and she doesn't slow it down and whispers it even quieter and you're like no wait do you want me to type this in or are you just playing a game right now <laughs> oh man so all went well from there until the card machine required her pin now we do not have the little shields on the keypad like some places do she ranted to me again about how we must not care about customer privacy and you should really buy those shields 
if they aren't here next time I come in, I'm calling corporate. <laughs> Quote unquote. Or you could, if it's that serious, just put your hand up. <laughs> you know, cup it. <laughs> was there even anybody behind you? Like, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even think there was. <laughs> <laughs> was there even anybody else in the store like shit <laughs> I told her all she had to do was press the enter key and it would skip the pin what I didn't tell her is calling Ace Corporate does nothing because we are a privately owned store the only thing corporate does for us is send us signage and stock <laughs> I love carrots man like don't make me call corporate go ahead call corporate do it. It's because the the manager line didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we'll pull out a, a Starsky and Hutch here. Do it. Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy. So what is your second story? I better not be charged twice. <laughs> you might be, Gucci Mane. <laughs> Bitch, you might be. <laughs> All right. I don't tend to get very many insane customers in my small little town, but when they happen, boy, are they noteworthy. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am just minding my own business up at the cash register and a lady walks in with her son. They come up to the counter. Karen we just bought these shoes yesterday, and they are already broken. Uh-oh. I check the shoes, and they are indeed broken. So I say, okay, I can hold these up here for you if you want to go to the shoe department and grab another pair. Karen says, well, we're going to have to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, I'm helping you, bitch. <laughs> Don't make me not say help you. Say it with you. your chest, I guess. <laughs> what the fuck? They proceed to walk away, and after a couple of minutes, I can hear a commotion starting in the back, and I notice Karen is giving my coworker in the shoe department a hard time. After a couple more minutes, Karen and her son reappear at my till. Karen says, these shoes are the same price, so I'll just show you my receipt. And I said, well, I'll still need to go through the exchange process. And Karen says, you better not charge me twice. <laughs> <laughs> then Karen's son explains again that I still need to do the exchange and that seems to calm her down for the moment so I begin the exchange process and return the shoes then I set them on the back counter Karen says what did you just do and I said I just returned the first pair of shoes, and now I'm going to purchase the new pair, and if they are the same price, it will zero out. And then I do exactly that. And I said, well, actually, the price of the new shoes is one penny less, so you will be getting one penny back. Karen says, that's stupid. No one what even uses pennies anymore. You better not have charged me twice. You won't be getting any money if you've charged me twice. I don't feel like you're paying attention, lady. <laughs> I really feel like you're just not paying attention. 
So I say, well, I still need to put this money on a card. So if you could just tap your card on the machine. And Karen says, where's the machine? And I said, it's just behind your purse right there. So after she taps her card, I print out the receipts. Because she was doing a return with a credit card, there are two extra receipts that get printed that she needs to sign. One is for our records and the other is for the credit card company. And Karen says, oh, no, I'm not signing two receipts. You better not have charged me twice. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) That's not how this works. That's not how any of it works. And I said, I just need you to sign them for our records. And I haven't actually charged you at all. I gave you back a penny. And she says, you better not have charged me twice. And I said, I didn't. See, look, as I'm pointing at the receipt at this point, explaining it out to her. The shoes you returned were $90. There is a little minus there to show it's a return. And then the new ones were $89.99. So you get one penny back. Shing, sparkle, sparkle. (laughs) And Kenny uh, uh, and Karen says, oh, no, no, no. The shoes that I bought were one hundred and one dollars. You better not have charged me twice. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just can't. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> there's no signs of intelligent life anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, the shoes would have come to one hundred and one after tax. But before tax, they were $90. Oh, my Karen God. Karen says, you better not be telling me they were $90 because I paid $101. And I said, they were $101 with tax, 90 before. She then starts signing the receipts. And she says, I don't like this. Nope, something fishy is going on here. You better not be trying to cheat me. <laughs> She says, uh, no, no, no. I've never paid almost $2 in tax before. You're lying and stealing from me and charging me twice. <laughs> and I said, of course not. We never want to cheat any of our customers. So Karen says, if I find out that I've been charged oh twice, you won't be seeing any money. I'm going to call corporate. You know, I was in here before and I bought a pair of winter shoes and then I came in in the summer and bought a pair of summer shoes and it turns out they were both summer shoes. So I've been cheated before. You guys need to get your story straight. And with that, she followed her son who left earlier and walked out the store. Oh my god! Off into the sunset. You better not charge me twice. Um... I kind of wish she charged her twice, you know? (laughs) With all of that, she kind of needed to, didn't she? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Sometimes Karens really test me, you know? They test my gangster. And I'm like, you don't know who the fuck you dealing with. Right? Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, honey, I know you're mad about how much money you have to pay, but, um... (laughs) 
<laughs> Man. Uh, well, fuck those Karens. Maybe we'll get some backlash on the on the on the old social media, but it'd be alright. <laughs> I'm not writing an apology letter. <laughs> no. I will say I do know of a couple of nice Karens, but I have It's not the met. name, it's the personality. No. I yeah. know cool Karen. Your name could I'm... be Beth and you're a Karen. <laughs> yep. Okay. So does that wrap up tea time? It does. Alright, well then let's talk about some uh, personal tea. And yeah. you've got you've got a hot cup here. So I'm gonna let you take the stage because I think I've already ranted about mine with the e-learning. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> so the move was good, you know, and since moving here, I've had nothing but great experiences with the people and everything, but we have also had a scare. Um, we, we have a completely fenced in yard. Okay. Our yard is completely fenced in and, um, the back, they, they do trash pick up here. Weird. All right. Like it's, Half of the town has, like, community dumpsters in the alleys, and then the other half of the town has their own individual trash bins that the trash pickup does. But we live in the part of town that, like, um, there's, like, five or six, like, community trash bins in the alley, right? And we have one right beside our gate to our backyard. Mm -hmm. So... And they pick up trash twice a week from them. Um, when I was sick, my daughter, my oldest, she wanted to play outside. So she was playing out in the backyard with the dog. I was right inside with the five-year-old who was watching TV. I was laying down because I wasn't feeling good. And uh, I hear the dog bark and then followed by the dog in runs my daughter saying that a guy just tried to come into our yard. And I was like, well, maybe it wasn't a guy that actually because she said that it was a guy in a white truck. She said, mommy, a guy in a white truck just tried to come into the yard. And. I, the, the trash pickup people, they drive white trucks. It's not even like trash truck, you know, it's not even like dump trucks or whatever for the ones that they do. I, they're just like white trucks, like with long beds or whatever. <clears throat> and so I thought maybe it was just them doing like trash pickup, but then I realized that trash pickup was the next day. So by the time that I went outside, the guy in the truck was gone, right? And so I was asking her questions, trying to gauge, like, if the, you know, was this real? How serious of a situation was this? Like, mm -hmm. did, you know. Um, so she said that he pulls down the alley and stops in front of our backyard and walks up to the gate and he has candy in his hand and he tried to open the latch to come mm -hmm. into the backyard to give her candy. 
but the dog was out there too we have a little dog she's a she's a wiener dog so she's small (laughs) i don't know if he didn't see her or or if he thought maybe she wasn't going to do anything but as soon as he tried to come into the yard she barked at him and so then he got back in his truck and then my daughter ran inside and once he once she ran inside he drove off so i call my husband and i'm like hey uh our daughter just said that this happened right and so i'm not entirely i I was like i i don't really know because i didn't see anything um but she you know i've asked her some questions and she she's had answers for the questions and then he asked her some questions and so then he was like you should call the police department and file a report yeah so i call i call the police department and they send a police officer to come and ask my my seven and a half year old questions right and uh my daughter was fantastic she did so good she was very nervous when she found out that there was a police officer coming to ask her questions about (sighs) it but poor girl i bet she was yeah she she was nervous about it um, but she, the police officer was very nice. She she was very warm to my daughter. Um, she asked her all kinds of questions. And I'll tell you what, Lexi. I mean, we both know that my daughter is sharp as a tack. But mm-hmm. she had remembered so much in something that happened in like a split second. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was such a fast thing that happened but she retained so much information in that time and i almost feel like i failed her because i didn't i I didn't necessarily not believe her but i didn't like act on it right away you know but i i really feel like since i was sick i really wasn't thinking my fastest you know what i mean yeah um and like i was like oh it's just trash and then like i was like laying there for a second because my head was killing me i had so much fucking pressure in my head and then i was like wait today's not friday today's thursday and so then i immediately got up and ran to the backyard and he was already gone so i didn't get like a license plate or anything you know but so the police officer asked her you know do you know like what did he look like what was he driving and so on you know she my daughter remembered the color and kind of car it was you know the vehicle she remembered what he was wearing she remembered what color his hair was she remembered like so much necessary information that i was i was like so surprised and so proud of her she's so smart so that was really fucking scary, right? Like yeah, so scary. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. My husband then comes home from work and he's asking everybody. Like we have a very quiet neighborhood. You know, our like an entire like block radius to two blocks of us. We we're very friendly with all of our neighbors that are surrounding us. One house right beside us is empty, but we we talked to the neighbors across the street, the neighbors on the other side of us, the neighbors down the street a little bit, you know, like 
it's a very quiet neighborhood and two separate people that live on this street have lived here for over 60 years. And and they like everybody around here was shocked and appalled to hear about this. And now everybody is like on on their toes about it, you know. Good. So, <clears throat> that's exactly how a community should respond to something like this exactly well and our neighbors across the street they have a security camera that points down their driveway to the street you know so like you can see like our yard and our driveway from their security camera so then my husband he has these friends that he went to school with they weren't even necessarily friends back then but like they were friendly to each other you know Mm -hmm. but he's friends with them on facebook but they don't talk you know they uh, but they they messaged my husband and they said that they wanted to buy us an entire security system for our house because of what happened that's amazing and lexi i'll tell you what our house is now a fortress of solitude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, the only thing that we're missing now <laughs> is a fucking moat and a drawbridge, okay? We got six fucking cameras. Six cameras in our house. In and around Good. our house. And so then, that was a, um, that was about two weeks ago at this point that that happened, right? So then, yeah. a, a couple of days ago, something else happened. This guy came to our house it was it was before eight o'clock in the morning all right he pulls up you can see in the security footage he pulls up right past our house gets out of his car and comes to our house and he's ringing our doorbell like a fucking madman like six fucking times this guy rings the doorbell before eight o'clock in the morning okay that's just weird right so he leaves like a a business card <clears throat> and I lose I use that very loosely <laughs> because it's literally just like a name and a phone number and like a clip art picture of a lawnmower <laughs> at first I didn't think anything of it but of course I didn't answer the door first of all because I was home alone with my kids and I'm not going to answer the door to somebody that's ringing my doorbell like a madman and is a stranger that I don't know. But then after he yeah, leaves... that's not right. That's just weird. Then after he leaves, my husband messages me and he said, hey, did you see that guy at the door? And I said, yeah. And then I was watching the video of him leaving and I noticed he was in a white truck just like what my daughter had told the police officers. She said that it was a, a rough-looking extended cab you know like a four-door white truck essentially like it had a back seat it wasn't just a two-door truck and you can see in the video footage from the time that he arrives to the time that he leaves he literally only comes to our house and that's it he pulls up stops at our house leaves his card and then leaves so If you are somebody that's out trying to find customers to do lawn care for, quote unquote, why are you only coming to my house? 
Right. Why are you reason? Why are you ringing my doorbell like a fucking madman before eight o'clock in the morning? And my house is the only house that you're going to. Yeah, that's all just super sketch. So we took the video footage down to the police department and we filed another report. And now we actually have like a whole a whole case open. We have a detective that's essentially like keeping an eye on our house and working our case. So I am paranoid as fuck worried about my daughter because this isn't the first time that this has happened to her. We went on vacation to California two years ago and two separate foreign women tried to take pictures of my daughter on their burner flip phones. Yeah, that's freaky. And it's real bad out there. We live like an hour north of El Paso. And El Paso is right on the Texas-Mexico border. It's a hot spot for child trafficking. Hot, Mm. hot, because it's right there on the border. Just like in San Francisco, it's also a hot spot for child trafficking because it's a very business, touristy place, and it's right there on the bay. So, like... They. This is what they do. They send the women out with the burner phones to take pictures of the kids. And then they send those pictures of the kids to the guys that are standing nearby on a fucking boat. And then they come in, they snatch your kid, they get your kid in that boat, and your kid is gone before the police can even get there. Yeah. And the police and won't even file a missing persons report for 24 hours. Yeah, and your kid's already gone. I don't know like, about under those circumstances, but like, yeah, I, I I don't think for those I for, I think for those circumstances it's immediately an issue, you know. But still, your kid's already gone, and there's really nothing that they can do at that point. <clears throat> yeah, that's just so, insane, dude. I'm just I'm like, have daughters. They said it'll be fun. They said. <laughs> 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 not that boy not that it doesn't happen to boys too you know but jesus fucking christ it's scary right now for parents having to worry so much about their kids yeah no kidding because kids are being kidnapped left and right yeah um what's the name of that dude shit 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 hold on sorry i have to remember the name of the actor here because he went off, what was it, the Golden Globes? Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais went off, right? Is that his name? Yeah. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Is it Gervais or Gervais? Whichever, it doesn't matter. I've heard it both ways. So, um, Ricky Gervais or Gervais Ger- or... However you say his name, I remember him best from the movie The Invention of Lying, right? Love that movie. This dude literally hosted the Golden Globes. And what did he do with that power? He fucking called out the pedo elite, dude. I remember. He He said, Rowan's coming for you. Uh, For those who don't know, Rowan... Um, I forget his last name, but he's notorious for finding and tracking um, 
child predators online. Like he tracks down IP addresses and exposes them and ruins their lives forever, right? And so Ricky Gervais is like, Rowan's coming for you. Looking at all these people who have been running Hollywood for the last three decades. And I'm like, man, you've got balls. Right. Anybody who uh who uh is questioning whether or not it's real or questioning whether or not Tom Hanks is involved, bro, look at his reaction when Ricky's talking. His I, eyebrows I, are yeah, higher than I, mine get when I get upset with my kids, man. There was a there was quite a bit highbrows it with during that speech, but he kind of went the fuck off because it was like not even about that. Like in general, he said he didn't even want to host it anyway, but they pretty much made him. So then he said, I'm gonna make sure that you guys never want me to host anything again. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I thought it was Van fucking Tastic. I said, Yes, Ricky. Yes. At first, at first, I thought he was just going for like shock and awe and comedy, and then I realized he was talking about some real shit. And then he drops the line, and Epstein didn't kill himself, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, you're just exposing everybody." Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did not have enough popcorn ready. I was not ready for Ricky this year at the Golden Looking Globes. Up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop any names of who I may or may not think is involved in it. And at this point, everybody is suspect until right, I've got my, until, my eyes are squinting at all of them. Yeah, every everyone is suspect until I figure it out myself. All right. All right, let's 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 change yeah. this up. No. Um <clears throat> I think that it's a terrifying problem. Sorry. It really is and it, it it's it's terrifying and as mothers, all mothers, just know your kids are safe with me. Oh my and gosh, same. I know my kids are safe with you. And I really hope that all of us moms can count on each other in this time because it's fucking scary out there. We really, really, really need to be as strong of a community as we can in these times. Yes. All right. It is demographics time. Woo! Time for demographics. You know, I just love when we look at the stats for our podcast. I do, too. It's one of my faves. You guys really do love us, regardless of if we're (laughs) idiots and we don't know what the fuck we're doing audio-wise. But thanks for hanging in there. Finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) We are not audio professionals, although sometimes we may try. (laughs) We try our best. So, Lexi, who's our top city this week? We got San Jose, California running from the top. They sure did. All right, Amy, who we got for second? Tigered, Oregon, still holding it up. Dang, they're about to take that first place, too. They might. They're getting close. So in uh, third place, we got Columbus, Ohio. That's new. Which I feel is new. Is that new? I feel like it's new. (laughs) <laughs> well, if you have been in our top four before, welcome back. If not, welcome, welcome to the ranks, my friends. All right, Amy, who we got in fourth? San Diego, <laughs> California. 
<laughs> I'm always going to be tempted to quote Anchorman every time. Every time. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, then if that wraps up our demographics, Amy, you got our sign-off quote? I do. It's okay to be a glow stick. Sometimes we have to break before we shine. Oh, I like it. I mean, we're going through a lot of shit right now, you know? As we have talked about with all this, with the COVID and the sex trafficking and the fucking masks and the politics and everything. We're going through a lot of shit. But don't let it dull your shine, babies. (laughs) Don't forget what you're made of, man. We're all epic cosmic stardust. We're made of magic. We're some magical motherfuckers. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Sure will. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, Fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. That was a Titan Cast episode.